Imagine you are unafraid. Well, okay. You're afraid, but you're doing it anyways because you're more afraid of not doing it. Imagine making your own rules, your own playbook, your own red light, green light on everything in your life. Your beauty, your body, your health, your success, your entire freaking life. Imagine feeling fully heard and fully seen and exactly who you are, leaving no part of yourself uncovered. If you're ready for that, then you are ready for taking up space the podcast. Here, we are having the tough conversations and we're ready to heal our trauma. Not only are we sharing our stories, we are owning them, big time. In this space, we embrace ourselves fully, owning our bodies as they are, owning all of our uniqueness. No more playing it safe, no more staying quiet, and no more letting society or diet culture call the freaking shot. It's time we take up the space that is meant for us and make our own rules, define our own beauty, and define our own freaking lives. We all have space on this earth meant for us. We all have a story, a passion, and a purpose. And they're meant to be shared. They're meant to be heard. So let's take up space. Hello, all of you beautiful, brave, courageous, hardworking, dedicated, and just all around amazing human beings, amazing souls. I am so thankful and grateful for all of you and those of you that continue to join me each and every episode. I cannot tell you how blessed I feel that you guys continue to listen to these episodes. Um, You're definitely the reason why I do this. Um, So today, before we dive into our main event, the uh, main feature shall we say. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that moving forward, there's going to be some changes. I feel like I'm in a very transformational period of my life. So there's a lot going on. Um, and the that includes what's going to go on with the podcast. Now, don't worry, it's not going anywhere. Um, nothing's really changing. It's um, it's going to continue to be called Taking Up Space, the podcast, because the name is just everything that I stand for and everything that I want to help um, each and every one of us achieve is to feel comfortable taking up the space that we were born with, born to take up. And so the 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 newness, the new thing that is coming to the podcast is I want to have a Q&A session. I want to have a um, portion at the beginning of each episode where I directly answer a listener's question. And of course, at least 80, 85% of these podcast episodes are listener driven, meaning they come from your guys's questions, conversations I have with you guys over on Instagram, um, conversations I have with people in real life, things like that. But of course, they come from my personal experiences as well. But, um, you know, I, I want to provide that safe and secure way that you guys can directly ask me your questions. And of course, I I want to directly answer them to you. But I want to answer the question in a way that everybody can hear because you just never know who else might have that same question. And you never know who else might not have thought they had that question, but can be so impacted by the question and the answer. So I have created, with the help of Google, a way that you can contact me directly and text me all of your questions. You can text me at a very safe and secure number, 980-236-1576, and I will link that um, in the show notes of each and every episode moving forward. Um, But yeah, you can text that line directly. It will go straight to my Google Voice account, which is right on my phone, and I will get all of your 
questions safely and securely. And of course, when I share the question on the podcast, I will never reveal anybody's personal information. um, And I will never share like identity, identifiable information, things like that. So it's going to be very safe, very secure, but very, very impactful and very helpful. So um, after this episode going forward, you can be sure to look forward to that. Um, I'm very, very excited about the Q&A session. Um, I know I've listened to some other podcasts who also have a Q&A session, and I'm always blown away by the questions that people ask and I never would have maybe thought of that question but it's like oh I'm really glad someone else did because that was really great information so I'm very excited to bring that here to this podcast um so yeah uh, other than that, of course, if you have not already, please, 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 if you're loving these, if if you are still hanging out with me and enjoying each and every episode, head on over to iTunes and just leave a quick rating and a review if you feel moved to do so because that really, really, really helps us spread the word to other listeners who maybe haven't found us yet and things like that. So plus it helps me know that you're still loving what you're hearing and you can leave me any information that you would want to in your review. I do look at those. I do check those and they really do mean mean so, 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 so much to me. So now that I've shared with you the good news and just took the moment that I always want to take to show you my gratitude and my appreciation for you, let's dive into today's main feature. So this, I don't want to say it's hard for me to talk about because I have come to be quite comfortable with being vulnerable, especially with you amazing people. Um, But I guess it's hard to explain and I find that it's hard to put into words and I feel like I'm not being confusing um, because this is like the third time I'm trying to record this episode and share this information with you guys. So I don't, I don't know where to begin. So I'm going to pick a spot and I'm going to, to dive in. So bear with me. Um, so I've kind of regressed a little bit over the past couple of months. Um, you know, as we, know or hopefully as we know all know that our journeys are never truly over and there's no magical finish line that we're going to arrive at one day and our journey is just forever and a day ongoing and the healing and the recovery and the work that we have to do within ourselves is forever and ever ongoing it never ends and that's okay because so much changes each and every day and and it's just another opportunity for us to love ourselves that much more um but with that being said (laughs) i'm sure also that we all know that there are definitely going to be bumps along the road and detours and things of that nature and so i guess that would be a perfect way to describe what has transpired in my life over the past four months as maybe a bump in the road or um, a hiccup, so to say. And so when I say that it's been a bump in the road for me and I have digressed a bit, I had to overcome a, hmm, I don't know what to call it, a just a bump, a, a regression. And so I guess I'll start with what I think transpired that and what really came of that um, and how it started 
and <laughs> how I realized it and how I decided, um, or I guess how I worked through it to come out on the other side. Um, so at the beginning of the year, of course, you know, we're only at the end of April. So we're, you know, finishing up the first quarter of the year. And as always with New Year's, people set goals and intentions and things like that. And while I don't really set New Year's resolutions and things like that anymore, um, I do like to reflect on the past year and I do like to kind of say, hey, well, what would I like to work on going into the new year? And so it was just kind of coincidental timing when I decided I really wanted to, you know, work on my relationship with fitness and with exercise. Because, of course, when we break up with diet culture and we are working on our relationship with food and our bodies, we also have to address our relationship with exercise and with fitness. Because, of course, when you're heavily involved and in, in deep within diet culture, fitness is really another thing that diet culture has its grip over and that, you know, most of us really involved in diet culture just use exercise as another means, as another tool to help us achieve that weight loss, um, to help us in our diet efforts. So you have to kind of heal your relationship with fitness and with exercise too, to really get to a healthy place with it. And so for me, I was very ready to shed all of those restrictions and well, I guess restrictions is not a good word. There's not restrictions on my fitness or exercise, but to shed those standards or to shed the rules and, um, you know, what I felt or rather had been taught that fitness and exercise should look like. And I was, you know, kind of done trying to follow like uh, a routine where like a 30 day this or a 90 day this or you know where the the workouts are picked for you each and every day and you have to you know do this this day and do that on this day and I really wanted my fitness and my exercise and, and whatever way I moved my body to be intuitive just like my relationship with food and so even though I'm you know in this five years deep I'm still working on myself and my relationship with body food exercise and all of that so Trust me, when I say there's no finish line, there's no finish line. It's a day-by-day -day operation. So that's what I decided I was really work working on and focusing on. And I just made the commitment to myself that it didn't matter what I did that day. It didn't matter if, you know, on Monday I wanted to lift heavy weights, but then Tuesday I felt like I wanted to sweat until I thought I might die. I mean, it, whatever I felt like I wanted to do, whatever I felt like my body needed that day was what I wanted to do. If it was a rest day, then so be it. If it was a walk at the park, so be it, whatever. I was just shedding the shoulds and the should nots, and I was shedding the standards and the, I don't know, the just the what I thought it should look like or what I, we were taught that it should look like and just really being intuitive with it. And then so I, I joined um, a really good friend of mine in her BFF community, Bloom Flourish Fitness. Her name is Samantha Bilby um, and she's a killer body positive personal trainer who has her um, Bloom Flourish Fitness community um, and she creates killer 15 minute workouts Monday through Friday um, for her community and I uh, joined that and that's been amazing and so she kind of has the same philosophy that workouts and fitness really shouldn't be anything but intuitive and and very positive so 
you know, it was really great. Um, I'll definitely link her Instagram and everything down in the show notes as well because she's been on this podcast several times now too. So I just love her. But anyways, with that commitment that I made to myself, I have never in my life been so consistent in my exercise. I have never in my life been more consistent in moving my body each and every day. And it's been great. It's been wonderful. I I feel so good when I work out mentally, physically. I just feel my best. I feel better. I, I see how working out, even if it's only for 15 minutes a day, how that impacts my health overall. Now notice I did not say my body size or my weight, just my health overall, which is, I guess I shouldn't say just my health because that's the most important thing, right? So I think it was probably looking back in hindsight, maybe the end of February, where I really kind of, not kind of, I really started to slowly but surely slip back into this way of thinking that maybe now that I'm being more consistent in my workouts, meaning showing up each and every day and getting some kind of movement in, that this might result in some weight loss or that, hey, maybe my body size will shrink and and be smaller and, you know, maybe this will happen or that will happen um, because of it. So those thoughts started to creep up and as those thoughts started to creep up, you know, the desire for those thoughts kind of ramped up as well. And I could tell that as they ramped up, they were kind of taking the, well, I don't want to say kind of, they were starting to take more of the forefront in my decision making. And so, you know, when I would make food choices um, and things like that, those thoughts and those desires were kind of driving my decisions. And so while I definitely never went back, and I don't think at this point there's anything that would happen where I would be reverting back to behaviors and measures like extreme calorie counting, macro counting at all, in any way, shape, or form, restriction, deprivation, any of that, all those behaviors that I did and engaged in pre-diet culture breakup, while they were nothing even remotely close to that extreme, I just caught myself letting those thoughts fuel my behaviors. And I think what also kind of fueled this, kind of brought this on as well, helped bring it on at least, is that, you know, our bodies are always changing. They will forever always be changing throughout our lives for so many reasons. You know, different illnesses come about that can cause our body to change, you know, just growing and aging naturally. You know, someone from late teen years to late 20s, their body is definitely going to change. If we have children, our body will definitely change. You know, as we get older into our later years of life, you know, our 80s, our 70s, our 90s even, our bodies will absolutely change. They They just always change for so many reasons that are way beyond our control. And and our bodies really know what they're doing. So that's just normal. It's natural. Our bodies will change. And so I have to say, though, my body has changed. And I think even over the past two years, even though that my breakup with diet culture, you know, that's five years, six years ago since I've broke up with diet culture 
I know just in the past two years, my body has changed. And so I found myself having some clothes that I had purchased about two years ago, year and a half ago, that fit my then body, which I gave up this idea of my dream body, so so to say, my quote, quote, dream body five, six years ago. But my body that it was two years ago is not the body that I have now. And so some of the clothes that I bought from my body two years ago no longer fits my my body today. And so I think that, I feel that, that, <laughs> that's a lot of that. I feel that that my body being different today than it was two years ago even kind of fueled that because here I am wanting to tackle cleaning out my closet and, and, you know, going through my dresser drawers and getting rid of so much clothes that, you know, I know need to be tossed. And this is kind of what brings this whole story full circle is this tackling my closet clean out. But knowing that my body has changed and I have, I don't know if I've gained weight necessarily because I don't know what my weight is today necessarily compared to what it was two years ago but in retrospect to sizing of the clothes that I fit in I don't fit into some of my clothes that I know I've purchased about two years ago a year and a half ago and so that had me kind of regressing into some of these thoughts and these negative thinking patterns about my body and I forgot that it's not my body's job to fit the clothes it's the clothes it's their job it's the clothes it's the job of the clothes to fit my body and so I think that was at least one of the factors really influencing these desires and these behaviors and so I really had to sit with myself and and what really kind of brought this to light and to full circle and really made me realize, Amanda, you have to shake this and you have to work on this and you have to, you have to work on this. There's just no other way. Like, you know better, you're human. So this is, you know, I'm not beating myself up over, you know, this bump in the road or what I've experienced the last couple months, but it was a great opportunity for me to say, hey, Where are these thoughts coming from? What's going on? What are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? And so when I decided, I've been thinking about this for months. I'm like, Amanda, you got to clean out your closet. You have so much clothes, so many clothing items that are just so old that didn't even fit you two years ago that you're still hanging on to. Clothes that fit, but you don't love them. Clothes that technically fit but you don't feel comfortable in them for whatever reason you have so many clothing items that just need to go and that's where I really wasn't practicing what I preach and I was hanging on to clothes that no longer fit they don't serve me and having clothes hanging up in our closet or in our dressers that we know don't fit us or that we know we don't like how they fit us and that we don't feel comfortable in really does not serve us. It does not do us well. It does us a disservice, actually, because we're human. And when we see them, even if in theory we think that they're cute, they're cute hanging up on the hanger, when we try them on knowing that they aren't going to fit or we try them on knowing that we're not comfortable in them, we're just kind of setting ourselves up for failure. And and it makes us kind of feel 
bad about ourselves, you know, and it really kind of starts stirring the pot of those negative thoughts and negative emotions. And so really just getting rid of them altogether, donating them, um, or at least tucking them far away, like up in the attic and they're not hanging in your closet or in your dresser drawers. That's really what's going to be best for you and for us, for us women in general. So I wasn't doing that. I had a lot of clothes hanging around that just no longer fit. But then I also have some clothes that are are more newer in purchasing them over the last, you know, year and a half, two years that also don't fit. And so I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? You have to practice what you preach because you know what you got to do. Amanda, you know what you got to do. You know what's going on. You see where you're kind of slipping. You see the bump in the road for yourself, but you know what you got to do. And so I dove in and I cleaned out my closet. I got rid of everything that does not fit my body. I went farther and I got rid of every clothing item that does not fit my body comfortably. And I got rid of clothing items that I don't like how they fit my body and I donated them. I did not even keep them. And so I decided, you know, even if the desire for weight loss is way, way, way in the back of my mind because it never fully goes away. I don't think there's ever going to be a point in our journeys where the desire for a smaller body is 100% gone. Like we may get it 99% gone, but there's still going to be that 1% of us that, you know, wouldn't be mad if our body was smaller. And that I think has so many factors as to why that is mainly because we still live in the society that we do and diet culture is still very prevalent and we still have a long way to go, but we're human and it doesn't make us bad people. It just makes us human. And so the truth is I don't want to do anything that I would have to do to directly result in intentional weight loss I don't I don't want to give a crap about changing my body I don't want to give up the things in life and change my day-to-day life in the ways that I would have to to achieve intentional weight loss I don't I don't want to do that and what I would have to do to achieve an intentional weight loss they're not, it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for most of us or really any of us. It doesn't cultivate a healthy relationship with food or a healthy relationship with our bodies. And it's just at the end of the day, not something I want to do. And so I had to have that conversation with myself that says, Amanda, you know, you know better, you know, this, you've done this before and you know this, and you know that it's not your body's job to fit the clothes it is the job of the clothes to fit your body and even though you might desire deep 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 in the back of your mind you wouldn't be mad if your body was smaller I know that my size doesn't matter I know that the bigger picture here is that I am worthy 1000% worthy at any size Each and every size that I am, that I have been, and that I ever will be, I am no more or no less worthy of living my life 
each and every day to the fullest and of achieving full happiness, success, and whatever any of that means for me. And I had to remind myself of the bigger picture that while having this, you know, desire in the back of my mind might make me human, I'm not going to act on it because I know that that's not what I want. I don't want to act on it. And I don't care if I never lose weight because that doesn't equate my worth. It doesn't equate my happiness. It doesn't equate my success. And it really doesn't effing matter. And I had to really sit with myself and my feelings and remind myself of that and have so much grace and so much compassion for this bump in the road that I found myself having and and realize that I am no less human than anybody else and not for a second did I ever think that I wasn't but it was very much a humbling experience this bump in the road because it was a great opportunity for me to I guess put myself in check and remember what's truly important and that is that I am healthy and that I'm happy and that I have a healthy relationship with food and with my body and with everything else in my life and that I am just healthy and happy and that we can mind our health and we can mind our happiness without ever, ever pursuing weight loss and that they have nothing to do with each other. And so while it's something as simple as cleaning out my closet or something as working on my relationship with fitness and with exercise kind of led here um you know my body's changed over the past two years and and so all of those coupled together it just was a another opportunity for me to sit with myself and to work on my relationship with my body and to work on my relationship with with fitness and exercise and everything like that and so that's why I really wanted to share it with you guys because I know that I'm not the only human in the world who will ever have a bump in the road. And these bumps in the road can feel so defeating and so hard and so challenging. And in full transparency, this is not the first bump in the road that I've had. I think it was probably about two years ago, a year and a half ago, that I did have a really weird funky bump in the road. And it was kind of similar to this, I would say. Um, But I remember it feeling much more intense and it felt like it lasted a lot longer and that it took a lot more to kind of work through it and figure it out and move past it. Whereas this bump in the road, even though it has similarities to the last one, it it's almost like I was able to laugh it off. Like once I realized what was really going on internally and kind of what was going on externally in my environment to kind of, you know fuel some of these things going on internally and I could kind of see it with more of a step back clear bird's eye view I almost laughed it's like a laughable thing because I know I know better and I know deep down that there is nothing about my size and nothing about my body that dictates anything about who I am as a person and my worth and my success and my happiness. And I know that. I know that. But that doesn't mean we're not going to be human and have these bumps in the road. And so that's why I want to have this transparency with you and share it with you to know that it doesn't matter who you are or where you are. These bumps will happen. But 
They always get a little bit easier. They always do. And and if they don't, and if you find yourself on a new bump years later that you've never been on before, then that's okay. You can work through it. And there's other people, other professionals like myself that are here to help you work through those when you need that helping hand. And, and, and I just have to say, getting to this point too, the reason, another reason why it's so humbling is because I've, I, I realized that, well, I guess I was reminded, not that I realized, but I was reminded of how clothes are so insignificant and it isn't the job of my body to fit the clothes and it's the job of the clothes to fit my body. And, and just having that reminder and really embracing that has allowed clothes to feel more fun again. And it really has allowed me to find fun within my body and to feel like I can have fun with my body again. And so sometimes I think these bumps in the road are necessary and they're great tools and great opportunities and great reminders. And thankfully too, I have come across so many other wonderful, incredible human beings sharing their stories on Instagram, on TikTok, and other social media platforms. And I don't know if life was doing its work and putting some of these in my path for me to see at the right time or what, but like I even remember seeing this TikTok video and I think I did share it on my Instagram of this girl who took some jean shorts from American Eagle over the years and how their sizes have changed. Like not them in their body that their body size has changed necessarily but the clothing company changes the size of their sizes if that makes sense so like what was a size x numerically in inches is now a different size numerically in inches are you following me i'm trying not to like actually give a size but i guess for example sake like what was once a size 12 the same size 12 jeans are not technically the same size 12 jeans and the body may never have changed, but the jeans did. And so again, it was just a great reminder and a great example of how clothes, they're all over the place. There's no rules. There's no regulations when it comes to companies and designers manufacturing women's clothing. And so they're always changing and our bodies are always changing. So in retrospect, everything's always changing. And who really gives a flying F what number or letter is on the tag of your clothes? What matters is that you're comfortable in them and that you feel good in them. Because when you feel comfortable and you feel good in your clothes, you're going to feel good and more comfortable in your own body, in your own skin. They go hand in hand. And it was just such a great humbling reminder. And it was just a great humbling experience all around. And sometimes I guess we have to take three steps back to take five steps forward. And so I just, I really, really wanted to be transparent and share that experience with you guys. And, and so that, you know, if you're finding yourself on bumps along the way, that that's okay. You're human, just like the rest of us. And I am so human, just like the rest of you. And that we are not in this alone. And if you ever need a helping hand, I'm your girl. I got you. All right, loves, until next time. 
Hey guys, thanks for joining me on another episode of Taking Up Space, the podcast. And if you're loving these episodes as much as I am, please, the best thing that you can do to show your love and appreciation is to share the podcast episodes with those that mean the most to you, with those that you feel would appreciate and get something so beneficial out of these episodes because that is the sole purpose, is to reach as many people as we can and to help affect and change so many lives for the better. So I love that you were here with me and until next time, guys, bye.